we come down and I'm here sitting telling myself a story like don't ask there's like this little voice that I think we can all relate to like don't ask like insert narrative here it's like all I want is a foot rub what's getting in the way of letting me feel as though I am important enough to get my needs met is it that I don't feel good enough? Is it I don't feel as though I'm deserving? Is it that I never had my needs met before, so I'm scared to ask? Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And it's Amelia. And welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed our last episode. It was the best thing to help you through the hard times. Mm -hmm. 178. For this one, Motivation Monday number 179, how to actually get your needs met. This is an area that so many of us struggle in. We struggle actually getting the things that we want. We struggle actually having what we want and asking mm. the people around us for it and feeling like we're deserving of it. I think that's another really big component of it too. Like I know for me, this was a thing that happened all the time where it was like, no, 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 I can't ask this person for the thing that I want. I feel guilty. I feel bad. I feel this. I don't, what if they don't want to? And I, mm. I working with clients, you know, so many of them go through the same thing too, where they don't know how to ask and they don't know if their partner is going to be or their friend or whomever, whoever they're giving this request to is actually going to be able to be there for them and mm. do it. And that icky feeling of like, <gasps> like what happens if I ask and they say no? What happens if I ask and, you know, they don't understand? What if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? So if you've ever been in that position, if you've ever been like, oh my God, I don't know how to just directly say what I want and say what I need, this episode is for you and you are mm -hmm. in the right place. So that is what we are going to be diving into today. And by the end of this episode, you are going to walk away with some clear cut tips on how can you start working on your requests? How can you start working on asking for what you need and helping the people in your life getting those needs met? So, mm. so Bianca and I were talking just so. before this episode. Happy Monday, y'all. Um, so my experience, I want to share a little bit behind the scenes, pull the curtain back behind the scenes of Amelia's life. So and this is going to come full circle for every single one of you. So I know you guys can all relate to this, right? 
you work a very challenging day, right? There's some ups and downs. Maybe you're struggling with some friendships. Maybe you and your partner have been maybe on the rocks or maybe you're single and you're you're trying to struggle struggle and figure out your life. Maybe you have mm-hmm. a lack of clarity. Like there's some sort of struggle that is happening baseline in your life, right? You're in the growth journey. You're trying to figure out who you are, all this stuff, right? And you work a whole day, And then at the end of the day, what's the thing that you want to do? You just want to relax, R&R, cup fill, all that stuff, right? I'm no different than that. I work all day, literally until probably too late. I've tried to keep my boundaries, try to honor my cup filling. And it's hard to do that because of some things that I'll get into in a second. But I cannot say how many times I've counted on my fingers where I'll work a whole day and I'll have, you know, the family challenges, the cup filling challenges, the wanting to pour way more into others than I can possibly pour into myself. And then mm-hmm. I'll I'll come down the stairs because I work upstairs, right? And then who's who's calling for my time and attention? It's Tucker, it's Tariel, it's the plants, it's anyone that can get it. And the last thing that I want to do is, you know, really ask for my needs to get met because mm-hmm. I spent the whole day meeting everyone else's needs. And Alan comes down from his work day, right? He he's like a horse. He works himself literally until he has nothing left, right? And this is something we're working on. But you know, last week even you know, we're, we've worked full days. We come down and I'm here sitting, telling myself a story, like, don't ask. There's like this little voice that I think we can all relate to. Like, (laughs) don't ask, like insert narrative here. It's like, all I want is a foot rub. All I want (laughs) is some physical care. Like all I want is just like loving touch, right? Like, am I that bad or am I that wrong for wanting that after a long, hard day? And the, the truth is, is no, and no one's wrong or bad for getting your needs met. For me at that time, it was, you know, that was my cup filling. Like I just wanted that physical touch. I just wanted that physical care. And I felt bad mm. for even asking for, hey, babe, I know you had a really long day. Can I just have a foot rub? <laughs> you know, like there's this narrative that happens. And, and when you feel bad for that, how how often do you think you're going to get those needs met? And I have this little voice in the back of my head saying, you know, if not for you, ask for the greater people who are in this spot again so that you can tell a story and say that you have been able to effectively get those needs met and you've been able to effectively communicate that your needs are important. Your needs are worthy of being met and it's your Mm. responsibility to communicate what those needs are in this setting. It was me to my partner, me to myself, right? Um, In a direct, nonviolent way. Because I think a lot of people will pour into other people's cups over and over and over again and then they'll suppress what their needs are, not communicate those to anyone else. And then all of a sudden when they've had so much of suppression, right, they're working themselves into the ground, all of a sudden- it'll boil up. It'll pop off, right? They'll, they'll overly expressive how much their needs hadn't been met. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to be there. And so asking that just, you know, that's where we get stuck. We get hung up and actually getting our needs met and feeling like we're worthy, we're valuable and, um, we're deserving, you know? 
Like how many of us have had that moment where we're living with someone or we're out somewhere and we ask someone to do something? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, can you do the dishes? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, I'll do them later. And then you go check later and they're not done. Oof. And then that becomes a pattern mm-hmm. and it just happens over and over again. Eventually what's going to happen? You never do what I ask you to do. You're so selfish. You're this, you're that, blah, 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 blah. This is where, and I'm sure Amelia can attest to this. This is where a lot of the challenges in relationships come from. Yeah. Not only intimate relationships, but all types of relationships. When we feel as though we're asking questions, we're asking for our needs to be met, and they're not being met. A lot of the time, it really comes down to the fact that we're not asking as directly as possible what we need Mm. and explaining why we need it done that way too. So, um, can you give our listeners a couple surefire, you know, tips or things that they can do to start working on this communication so that it is as clear cut and direct as possible and so that there's a higher chance that you know the partner or whatever will do it or so you that you can have a conversation about it have you ever found yourself wishing that you could find other growth-minded people feeling stuck and alone because the people around you aren't on the same path as you trust me we have been there before and that is why we created This free live virtual event called Out of the Mud hosted on the last Wednesday of every single month. We do not miss. This event we designed is created to be that safe space so that you can hear new ideas, take away simple, tangible tools, and connect with those other people that are just like you you've been looking and searching for your entire life maybe without, though, the pressure of needing to engage, turning on your camera, or worrying about the judgment. We hope we see you there. And what's really cool too is that every single month is different. So don't miss out on the next topic that we'll be talking about this month. No two are the same. We'll see you there. For sure. One of the biggest things that I, it was actually, I was reading this in my one of my books the other day and it was really fascinating. So for those of you who like courses, definitely tune in. For those of you that don't, tune in as well because this will <laughs> pertain to you in one way or another. Um, and it was talking about the difference between a horse and a mule. For I grew up around horses and I didn't really know the primary difference between a horse and a mule until literally that moment in the book where it said the difference between a horse and a mule, other than the fact that mules are very small and stocky and horses are these beautiful, magnificent, glamorous things, right? The difference between the two is that a mule is what someone who's growing agriculture would choose any day over a horse. Why is that? Because mules know when they've reached their capacity, Mules know themselves better that when they're overloaded, when their needs for just rest and recovery or water, when those crop up, the mule knows to stop working. The mule knows to tune into their body to say, well, that's enough for me. I need some R&R. I need some water. I need some whatever, right? And the flip side, horses will literally work themselves to death. Like that is the primary difference between those. And why I mentioned that is because I, I know the first thing that I would share with our listeners, we need to, to tune into our needs. If we're not like mules, which I feel like a lot of people are brought up to like not tune in. And I know as a woman, I can speak kind of on this 
because that's been a lot of my experience, a lot of my clients' experiences where we're not necessarily taught to tune into our own needs, to really think and believe that they are important. And I think the first thing is mm. to understand maybe maybe you identify more with that horse and glamorize the horses, right? That's why a lot of little girls growing up are like, oh, horses, the most glamorous thing. And mules aren't so sexy, right? Like aren't aren't as alluring. Here's the thing. If we started to be more like mules in the sense where we're tuning into our needs and we're actually believing that our needs are important and we're deserving of those, we tune into our body, that is the first step. Because if we do not believe that our needs are worthy, are valuable, and that we're deserving of them, we are never going to elicit the behavior out of ourselves that we need for any of the other steps that we could pull into this episode. If you don't believe that your needs are worthy, valuable, and you're deserving of them, without guilt, that is the first step. B, mm. what would yours from that step be to our listeners like adding on to that yeah adding on to that i think processing through whatever it is that's coming up for you that's telling you that you're not deserving of it kind of just on the flip side of that right number one you got to identify that you are deserving but then part two of that like number one like kind of like the aside on top of that is what's getting in the way of letting me feel as though i am important enough to get my needs met is it that I don't feel good enough? Is it I don't feel as though I'm deserving? Is it that I never had my needs met before so I'm scared to ask? Mm. What is it that's coming up for you that's kind of telling you, I can't do this. I'm not deserving to ask them. They're going to get upset with me. They're going to get mad at me. Whatever. Yeah. So that would be my aside on top of yours. Absolutely. So that's that's huge. And I think that that's really a great aside in addition to that, because I find that people, if they're not seeing what's coming up, they'll never actually work through it, i.e. they're never actually going to be able to get those needs met because they're not working through some of the barriers and roadblocks that will naturally inherently crop up if you don't, if you struggle with that belief that your needs are valuable, worthy, and you're deserving of them. So I'd say the only other thing for this shorter Monday episode is um, learning to communicate directly. So many people will come to me and say, you know, I'm struggling to get the X, Y, Z need or outcome met. And I always ask them, okay, how directly are you communicating that need, that outcome, that expectation, right? It usually lands within the the actual type of communication itself. And there's direct where you're like head on, I need a foot rub, right? That's a direct type of communication versus an indirect, right? Babe, it would re- it would be really important to me tonight if you were to be willing to give me a foot rub. That is what I need, and I know that's what's going to really fill my cup, right? That's more of an indirect approach. It still asks for the same outcome, and it doesn't navigate how you need those needs met. It's just mm-hmm. in terms of how direct and how exact and how slicing through any room for interpretation is not lessening your need. It's not lessening how you need them met. It's rather the approach in terms of how direct you aspire to be. And I find that that's something that we often kind of skirt around what we need and we don't go directly for the throat. If you I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give a different example. If you want your partner, let's just use the partner example. If you want your partner to help you clean the house and you say, can you help me clean today? And they say yes. And let's say that they're like, yeah, I'm going to help her or I'm going to help him. 
or and they go and they pick up a couple of things off the kitchen floor and they're like I helped and then you get pissed because you're like that's not what helping means helping me means da 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 that's a non-direct question that you asked can you help they did they picked mm-hmm. up a couple of things then you're going to get frustrated as the asker because you're not getting what you actually needed let's say the actual need was I need you to help me do the bathroom and do the living room so I can do the rest. That's much yep. more direct. In a specific I need time frame, in a specific this, way. <laughs> yes. I need this and this. That's a way different question. Now, again, that's uncomfortable. It mm. feels icky, especially when you were taught or if you were taught as a kid, you know, not to speak up. Don't be rude. Don't ask for stuff. Or when you did make requests, you were shut down. Or in other relationships or in other situations or whatever. This is where that ties into feeling like you're deserving of asking and processing through those things that are making you feel as though you're not. So happy Monday. We hope this episode was helpful for you. M, what is your episode suggestion? My episode suggestion is 160. Are you dismissing the small things? Small things mm. accumulate to big things. Big questions are important. You? Mine is 24, how to set boundaries. It's a little bit different, but it's also in line with it because that episode really goes into, again, how do you ask for stuff? How do you ask for your needs, especially some of the harder stuff like boundaries? So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We hope this episode is helpful and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.